The Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 19, Seven Keys to Abundance. Five, six, seven, eight. Everyone and welcome to the Dancepreneuring Studio. I am Annette Bone, and this is the place where dance inspires life and business. We will be bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they will be sharing their stories, ideas, strategies, and tactics to move your life and business forward. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, this is Mike Kim from the Brand You Podcast, and you are listening to a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio, where dance inspires life and business with the one and only Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. The more I study success, the more I'm reminded that abundance is not only financial success. And more than anything, abundance is a mindset, and it means different things to different people. For me, abundance is represented by the time I get to spend with my husband and son and how they always make me laugh. It's never boring in our household. And also being able to take dance classes in different genres and levels And just learn from some amazing dancers and choreographers and meeting passionate people in that industry. Abundance is also represented by me being able to do this podcast, the freedom and the ability to do this podcast with all the tools that are available and talk about two things that I'm so passionate about, dance and business. And abundance is represented by the people that I meet and having my health and having access to the ocean and just so many things, you know, it's it's totally a mindset. And so today's step to success is a book by Daniel, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, and it's called Thou Shall Prosper. And he talks about life and business success from the foundation of ancient Jewish wisdom. Now, it doesn't matter what your religious or spiritual beliefs are. These principles that he talks about are timeless. And he shows you how to apply each of these principles. And I'll just go through these really quickly, what they are. And these are each of the chapters in the book. Believe in the dignity and the morality of business. Extend the network of your connectedness. Get to know yourself. Don't pursue perfection. Lead consistently and constantly. Change the changeable while clinging to the unchangeable. Learn to foretell the future. Know your money. Give money away and never retire. And again, regardless of your belief system, I know that you will get value from this book. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. 
the dancer's dialect is the dancer's language. I'm going to share dance terminology across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. Logically, I know that in my life and in my business, if I want to get from point A to point B, it's not going to be a straight line and it's probably never going to be a straight line. But emotionally still, I forget that sometimes. And so it is with our word for today in the dancer's dialect, which is progressions. And progressions refer to dance steps that are done across the floor. And even though you're going from point A to point B, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going in a straight path. And usually you're not going a straight path, just like in life and business. And I've linked a video to a portion of a dance course on progressions by Mandy Moore. And you can find it at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 019. And it's a really short, cute video that she shows progressions. And she, I don't know if she still choreographs for So You Think You Can Dance. I haven't watched the show in years. And she was definitely one of my favorite choreographers on that show because she used iconic 80s music that I grew up with for some of her pieces. I think I'll link actually another video of one of my favorite dance pieces that she did on the show to a really cool 80s song by Queen. And so take a look at both of those videos. They're great. But I wanted to demonstrate what progressions were in dance. And some dance studios have classes that are outside of regular genres that they call progressions, and they focus on technical aspects such as strength, balance, stretch, kicks, leaps, and turns. And so if dance studios don't have separate classes that focus on these outside of the the regular curriculum, then sometimes these will be incorporated within the dance class, whether it's for jazz or contemporary or modern. But I think you'll get a better idea once you look at the videos as well. Our journey in life and in business is always about changes and progressions, and they aren't always predictable. But if you have that abundance mindset, knowing that It is always God's will to provide what's best for you. You can still find rest in those changes and in those progressions. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. What does abundance mean to you? Is it a 10,000 square foot house in Beverly Hills? Is it the newest Tesla model? Is it a $5,000 Bottega Veneta handbag? which I actually wouldn't mind having, but that's a different story. (laughs) Is it having meaningful relationships? Is it having optimal health or a fulfilling career that you're proud to represent? It could be any or all of these things. It just depends on what abundance means for you. And I bring this up because I was reflecting back on a recent business conference I was at. And the overlying theme seemed to be on abundance, but not in the way of focusing on material things, but on abundance in every area of your life. And I was pleasantly surprised at how much value I got out of this conference. And I was really going back and forth as to whether to attend it or not, because I had heard that it was going to be a pitch fest. And if you don't know what a pitch fest is, is it's a conference where you have a multiple number of speakers They give you just a little bit of information and then they spend probably most of the time trying to sell you their product. Now, I'm all about revenue and business and commerce and all that kind of stuff because we that's what you're in business for. You're in business to create revenue and create a life for you and your family. But I think the delivery and the way that you go about selling is there's a way, I think, to do it ethically 
respectfully and honoring the other person. So I think we could do a whole session on sales, actually. So if you're interested in that, please let me know. Send me a message or leave a comment at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero one nine. And actually with anything, if there are any topics that you want me to cover or you'd like to hear about, I would I definitely welcome the feedback and I would love to hear from you. So anyway, so I was focusing on this conference and just all the great things that happened from it. And I'm just so glad that I decided to go. And I went as an attendee. I did a podcast session. It was session 011, a tale of two conferences. If you want to go back and listen to that, if you haven't already, from the viewpoint of working a conference. So totally different. I was at this business conference as an attendee. I was a guest. And then the other two conferences from my other podcast session, I was definitely working those and <laughs> that was different. So anyway, it's it's great to contrast both. I'm thankful for both experiences. But anyway, like I said, I was hesitant to go. I was going back and forth, but I was so glad that I did. And so hence, this podcast session is about seven keys to abundance. So let me just go ahead and go right into it. So the seven keys to abundance. Number one, don't judge where wisdom comes from. It can come in all shapes and sizes and God can speak through anyone. However, I would say that if you're going to take advice from someone, look at the fruit on their tree. And what do I mean by that? I got to give credit to my husband for this one. Here is a definition I would invite you to ponder. And so I don't know where all of this is from. I know some of this came directly from him, but I think it's a great way to examine the fruit on someone's tree. So let me preface it with this. Giving money and emotion to a poverty mentality of entitlement is putting coins in a pocket with holes. It may keep them alive. It may buy them time, but it will not change anyone. And it eventually leads to resentment and rebellion. We all need help, rich or poor, and it's not a discriminator. What determines who we can and should help is simply, do they want help? The welfare cultural mindset of poverty is deeply entrenched in blame. Submitting to a heart belief that I'm a victim and my solution is blaming others leads to poverty in all of us. It's unforgiveness and it reaps consequences. So the fruit is when we own our future, show diligence in working towards abundance and recognize our personal need for help, it's easy to make money. It's easy to cultivate relationships. It's easy to stay healthy. And it's easy to receive God's favor in every area of our lives. So what are those three things that determine fruit? The ability to listen, the grace to change, forgiving the past, and owning the future. With that being said, age is just a number. And I bring this up because I had the pleasure of meeting Abby Smithson, who is 10 years old, and she is the CEO of a successful sandal company. And I will link her information on the show notes as well. She was the youngest speaker at this event, and she inspired the whole audience. And most of us could have been her mom or dad. <laughs> so we all learned from her. And it didn't matter that she was you know, significantly younger. And obviously, she has fruit on the tree because she has a successful company. And so on the flip side, I want to preface this by also saying that circumstances are temporary. And having been through different things, I really try not to judge someone on their circumstances because you just don't know what's going on in people's lives. So without going into too much detail, which I might go into more on a future session, one of the most devastating things that happened to me and my family was back in 2008, where we lost our home. And basically, we were termed as functionally homeless for almost three years, which means that you're not on the street necessarily, but you're bouncing from place to place, living in someone's spare bedroom or sleeping on the couch. And 
So in that period of time, we lived with four different families. And one of the families we did not know personally. We were just hooked up by a mutual friend. And so talk about a blow to your (laughs) self-image. Oh, man. You know, it's so funny looking back on that now. Of course, do I want to go through that again? No. But did I learn from what had happened? Oh, my goodness. I don't know that I would be doing this podcast if it were not for that season in my life. And my son was three when this happened, and I'm glad that he doesn't remember too much of it. But any mother wants the best for their child. And it was heartbreaking for me to have him sleep on the floor and just have to limit so many things and experiences because of the temporary situation we were in. So here we were devaluing what God had already created in us on our entrepreneurial journey Yet our circumstances said otherwise, and that was very difficult. And I say this because you don't, you just don't know what people are going through. And if you have a kind word or a word of wisdom for someone, despite their temporary circumstances, there might be a reason why you are hearing it or why you're giving that word. So I'll leave it at that for now. But again, don't judge where wisdom comes from. You just don't know where that's going to come from. Number two, invest in yourself. You cannot give what you don't have. And if you don't invest in yourself, how do you expect others to invest in you? Business-wise, if you want to learn about certain aspects of business or self-improvement, that kind of thing, and if you feel that money is an issue, you can start with free resources. There is no shortage of free resources, whether you go to the library, go on the internet, listen to podcasts. Speaking of podcasts, there are three that I would recommend, The Ray Edwards Show, The Brand You Podcast with Mike Kim, and The Art of Value Show. Those are free resources that are content rich with tons of life and business lessons. And even if all you did was listen to those three podcasts, you could build a business that makes money. So start with free if you have to and take advantage of resources, get connected with people that know what they're doing. Also see what's trending in Amazon and you can get the audio book or get the book from the library. So again, invest in yourself. Number three, create a life and a business that is sustainable. What is the point of doing something if you get burnt out, if you get overwhelmed? No matter how good it is, if you're burnt out and you're overwhelmed, you have nothing to give. Take it day by day and see what you need to adjust in terms of your schedule or your priorities And if you need a free resource, I have a very simple infographic that you can download. It's at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 001. And it ties into my session, my first podcast session, which is how to choreograph your productive day. So there it is, a free resource (laughs) that you can use. So again, create a life and a business that is sustainable. Number four, figure out how you are naturally wired to excel. There are two easy free things that you can do to figure this out, to get started. The easiest thing to do is to ask yourself, what do you do for your family, your friends, colleagues, acquaintances that seems to be easy to you, but difficult to them? Something else that doesn't cost anything to do and is very easy to do is do an energy log. And what I mean is take inventory of what energizes you and what drains you, because if you are wired to do something, it should be invigorating. It should be energizing. If you find a task or something that you're doing and it drains you, I would say don't focus on that. Another book that I would recommend is Strength Finders 2.0 by Tom Rath, and it has an assessment to identify your top talents. And so this is a subject that I would love to do a whole session on. And if you would find that helpful, please send me a message. 
or comment on the show notes at annettebone.com forward slash zero one nine. So we've gone through four keys to abundance and we have three more. Number five, know the value you bring and connect with like-minded people. What I loved also about this conference is there was such a spirit of giving. And some of the speakers were in direct competition in terms of industry and what they offered and what they did. They were in direct competition with the host. They have the same audience. They were doing the same kinds of things. But because of their abundance mindset, they believe that there's enough room for everyone to succeed. And I loved what one of them said. They said, collaboration is the new competition. One of the things that I loved about one of the speakers is this. He said this, obviously, it's not verbatim, but he said that he had a question come up about someone that was concerned about his material being stolen. And he said, I am of the abundance mindset where there is enough room for everyone to succeed. If someone takes my idea and runs with it and I haven't done anything with it, then I'm just glad that I had some part of that in getting that to fruition. And so that attitude of abundance and service and giving was so prevalent in the room and also out of the room. Again, the spirit of giving, adding value to others, connecting with people, it's so important. So know the value you bring and connect with like-minded people. Number six, think well of others. You know I love resources, so I'm going to share another one that has to do with this key to abundance. There is a site that I'm going to link. It's through Igniting Hope Ministries. And again, regardless of your belief system, you can always find positive things to say about every situation. This husband and wife team, they put together this program where you do a hundred days of declarations, of affirmations. And this tool gives you intentional focus. So you have this big positivity feast going and saying positive things consistently on a regular basis will, will definitely change your mindset. And I'm not talking about Pollyanna pie in the sky type things, which I've done before. I'm, I'm totally guilty of that, of not being, gosh, I could go on about this, but I'm not going to in this session. But there's this, oh gosh, I want to talk about this, but no, I got to stay on task. Anyway, okay. So think well of others, go to this resource at the show notes, and I think this will help you out in terms of getting this key to abundance. Number seven, be grateful. One speaker at this conference based the majority of his talk on gratitude, and it was really great. And just speaking about the conference as a whole, I felt so encouraged and validated, but not in a false hyped up type of way in term, if that makes sense. I've been to events before where it was all about the hype, the rah-rah. I think there's a balance. And I know some people like that. Some people need that. For me, I, you know, I, let's keep it real. We can keep it real and we can still keep it positive. So that's just my philosophy. There is, there are ways to talk about things or ways to teach things where you can be positive, you can be empowering, and you can still be real and congruent and authentic. So again, another subject. <laughs> So anyway, this guy talked about gratitude, loved it. And I have two tactics that I want to share with you that you can do to focus on gratitude. And one of them, I got this idea. I don't know if it was Instagram or Pinterest. It came up on my feed is to have a large mason jar. And at the end of the day, you write one thing that you are thankful for and put it in the mason jar. So you have 365 days of these things that you are thankful for at the end of the year that you're going to look look at in the mason jar. So I did this for, gosh, I think 2013. Oh, gosh, I don't remember. I did it recently. 
And I don't know why I'm not doing it now. I guess there's, it's never too late to start. So I probably should, right? <laughs> so anyway, it was amazing reading back. Oh my goodness. Just the reminders of all these little things that I was thankful for. And the second thing you can do is this one I really love. And this is one of the best things I've learned to implement. And it's from my husband. And this is what he does. He talks about being content. Wait, I got to go to this, this conference too, which I want to talk about this situation where when the speaker was talking about gratitude, one of the questions that was asked of the speaker is how do you be thankful and have gratitude for what you have, but still be focused on what you are working toward, what the future is? And it was a very fair question because it was a room full of entrepreneurs who are building their businesses. And so I love this question. And it goes with what I'm going to talk about, the second thing, the second tactic that my husband taught me, and it's being content versus being complacent. So let me give you an example of that. So he taught me this just actually just recently came to him. And so what he'll say is, tomorrow I can be living in the house of my dreams. Today, I'm thankful for the house that I live in now. Or tomorrow I can land the biggest client contract that I've ever seen. Today, I'm very thankful for the clients that I do get to serve. So just a different way to phrase things, a different mindset. You're content with what is happening at the moment, being in the moment, being thankful, yet being hopeful for the future. So those two tactics alone, I think, will help you with this key to abundance, and that is by being grateful. So let's go ahead and do a recap of the seven keys to abundance. Key number one, don't judge where wisdom comes from, but definitely inspect the fruit of where it comes from. Number two, invest in yourself. Number three, create a life and a business that is sustainable. Number four, figure out how you are naturally wired to excel. Number five, know the value you bring and connect with like-minded people. Number six, think well of others. And number seven, be grateful. So I talk about all of this to say that it's not about perfection, but it's about progress. And we need to celebrate the progress, whatever that means for you along the way. And so I would love to get your feedback on this session. I covered quite a bit of things and I've given you a, quite a bit of resources. Don't feel like you have to go into them all at once, but take one thing and run with it. And I really hope that you find something here that helps you. And I would love to hear about it. So please leave me a comment or send me a message at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero one nine. And I would love it and appreciate it very, very much if you could leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. And that way I can continue to improve the podcast and get the word out to help more people. Coming up next week in the Dancepreneuring Studio, I have a conversation with my friend, Lee Berger Beatty, who I study dance with at UC Irvine. And I have not seen or talked to her since we left college. And she's done some great things since that time. And I'm excited to share her with you. So until then, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at AnnetteBone.com slash podcast 
or on iTunes. Contact Annette at AnnetteBone.com. This podcast copyright by AnnetteBone.com and Dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.